Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Anna Sherbina, who is the founder and CEO of Remotivate. Her website is letsremotivate.com. Anna, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, Jen. It's so nice to be here. Yes. And uh, I was just already saying this offline of my uh, how envious I am. <laughs> <laughs> that you are uh, in a location that is not locked down because uh, at least in the United States, uh, a year and a couple months later, we are still in lockdown. So that's been fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm currently in Mexico and it's honestly a blast being here. Things are a lot more open and there's a very strong entrepreneurial community, which is really nice to have. Yeah. My husband's always uh, studying um, Mexico and how we can go there. And I said like, Hey, if you're serious, like go scout it out, you know, like you go fly there, you scout it out, you find the expats, and then we'll talk about possibly going there. But until then here we are stuck at home. Um, although I can't, I can't complain. I do love, I do love where I live. I will not complain. I do live on the beach and we get to walk our dog on the beach every day. So I'm not entirely complaining about it, but still just if, you know, the fact that you get to go to comedy, comedy clubs or watch comedy shows and stuff is just yeah. amazing. So, um, awesome. So, uh, speaking of which, you know, part of why I bring this up is because we are in a remote world now, Anna, and, uh, I feel like it's sort of, uh, your company's time to shine <laughs> considering how a lot exactly. of, uh, you know, companies have had to, you know, bring their employees to work from home. And I'm, I know in the initial, you know, weeks of the lockdown, at least in America, uh, you know, it was a whole process to have people work from home, but you've been teaching this for quite some time. So tell us briefly, you know, what your company Remotivate is about. Yeah, absolutely. So we at Remotivate help online businesses hire remote staff internationally. And it's definitely been an incredible journey because I started this way before COVID and lockdown. And it was just because I got into all of these online communities where everyone it was hiring already remotely. This was mm. something that has started quite a bit a while ago. And it just happened that while the company was running, all of a sudden COVID happened. Everyone's like, wait a second, pause, pause, pause. We need to go to remote hello, help. <laughs> and so, you know, it really blew up now more than ever, where there's a lot of people out there looking to either, they already either have an online business or they're transitioning their team into a more remote situation. And they're looking for support of all kind. Now, our company specifically supports on the recruitment side of things, really mm -hmm. hiring those uh key team members all over the world, depending on time zone and, you know, all kinds of requirements. Uh, but right now this is a really popular top topic and it's not just recruitment. It's all these issues coming out on how do you onboard or how do you do a team culture? There's so many questions, but we specifically focus on that recruitment piece. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious to know in the early stages of, I imagine so many companies reaching out to you saying, Hey, I need to, you know, hire remotely. Uh, what are some initial issues you had come across? And let's say the early stages of COVID when everyone was starting to work from home. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that for me, again, I've, I've been re uh, recruiting remotely for my entire recruitment career. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I started this way, 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 way before, but uh, what came around is that a lot of people realized they need the help. And I think actually a lot of positive things started happening with these businesses. Most businesses started realizing that they have all these opportunities of hiring beyond the United States. Yeah. And though it was kind of initially this like moment of, Oh, well I need someone from the U S but how do I hire? Like, how did this happen? 
But as soon as more and more business owners started going online and realizing all these opportunities, the world started opening up. And I think so many business owners right now realize, oh, well, I can actually hire from different countries. I can build a remote team. There's so much, you know, there's a financial side to it that's actually very beneficial of not having overhead. And you can build like a team of contractors and you can have people with uh, amazing abilities and you don't have to be confined to just a city. And I think more and more companies began to realize the benefits. And then from the candidate side, I can't tell you how many people feel actually more free. They're like, I can work from home. I don't have to commute. I can sit with my kids. I can help them with their homework. I can take breaks when I need to and make the schedule that I need to. And I think that other half, it's like the people, all, all these people realized, wow, like I didn't know that this was possible. So it's definitely been a huge shift. And I'd say even a very positive one for so many people all over the world. Yeah, I agree with you, Anna. Uh, I've been fortunate to be self-employed for the last uh, decade and just, you know, the opportunity to work from home and stuff. But part of it came like part of the feeling, like I had this weird feeling about it. Like, oh, you know, my mom's probably not happy or like proud of me because I'm not, you know, working a permanent job, working in an office and stuff like that. But I could very much build a livelihood from home. And I think something about the pandemic has really normalized that working from home is possible and actually effective. And, you know, uh, just even coming from the industrial age, I feel like there's so many of us that don't just want to make a living, you know, we want to make a life, right. We want, we want to like actually, you know, have our, our job almost be that vehicle to live the life we want, or we want to feel fulfilled at our job. And so, you know, being able to work, work uh, remotely, I think is, is one of those ways to do that, to know that, like, let's say as a parent, um, you can still, you know, earn viable income and be able to be there for your kids and, you know, watch them at their soccer games or what have you. It's not like, oh, I can't make it because I have to work extra hours. And so I like, I like your, your take on that. And I agree with you that there's a really more positive outlook, you know, in working remotely um, and even recruiting remotely, because I just think that people can generally live a little more balanced life and, uh, and everything and not feel like they have to kind of like trade, you know, trade work for a family or what have you, like, there's not as much sacrifice, I think. Absolutely. And I think that's really, you really nailed it in that sense. It's actually teaching people you can have more balance, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of companies that are going remote and have international uh, people, like people all over the world and international team, that means their schedule has to be flexible. And all of a sudden you get to choose your hours. I even have um, during the interviews, I often ask what people prefer in terms of their schedule. And I, as an example, I say, are you an early bird or a night owl? And somebody recently told me I'm an early owl. (laughs) (laughs) We're like a morning owl, you know, <laughs> and that really, that, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I, I can actually absolutely relate where, you know, I'm super productive in the mornings and then I'm very productive in the evenings. And that's just how, you know, my mind works. And that's the beauty of remote work. All of a sudden now we can have balance. We yeah. can have a social life and a work life. We can be successful. We don't have to be in an office, you know, to, to be productive, uh, to really get the job done. It actually creates so much more opportunity for having balance with which I think obviously wasn't as evident last year. Like it wasn't obvious that all of a sudden we're all going to get balanced because we're sitting at home, just like, what are we doing with our life? But after a year of this, people are realizing that it does give opportunity for balance. It actually gives some people opportunity for higher salaries or higher Mm. income that's possible, especially if they're freelancing and they take on more clients. There's just a world of opportunities that have opened up and created that balance, as you said, and it wouldn't have happened if, you know, with, I guess there are positives to the pandemic. I I want (laughs) to- 
yeah. bravely say. <laughs> yeah. I like to, I like to say, I was thinking about this lately about like, you know, I'm an introvert by nature and I just feel like, oh, it's an introvert's world right now. Like I'm a maximize this because everything's being done at home. Everything's done over zoom. Like I only have specific time frames, be with people so that I can recharge and be by myself. Like it's just, it's just been great. <laughs> I mean, of course there's some part of me like missing that, you know, in person, a kind of feeling in which I'm still able to do that fortunately with some uh, new friends and friends of mine. But for the most part, in regards to like my, my professional life, it's really nice to just be able to work from home and to have that balance. Like you said. Absolutely. I completely agree in that sense. Yeah. So Anna, you had hinted that you've been in recruiting for quite a long time. I'm curious, did you fall into remote recruitment early on, or did you sort of discover that on your journey that that's what you wanted to specialize in? Yeah, absolutely. So that's actually, there's a multi-answer to this uh, kind of pieces here. So I've been doing recruitment for about over nine years now. Mm -hmm. I started sending people from Eastern Europe and Central Asia to all countries of the world. I did a lot of exchange programs, work abroad programs. And so all of that was remote. Like I still had to mm -hmm. do the entire process, both with candidates and employers remotely. So I've never actually done like in-person recruitment before, which is actually wow. quite interesting. I mean, the positions were in-person, but they were abroad. So the entire process was remote. And um, then about four, a little over four years ago, I got into the online space and was working in operations and recruitment for a lot of different companies. Mm -hmm. And that also snowballed into getting into remote recruitment and learning, okay, wow, this is different, but also very similar to what I was doing. I was doing it remotely just for in-person companies all over the world. And now I'm going to do remote recruitment for online businesses. I mean, it's, it's a step in, in kind of a similar direction. Yeah. And it was, it was an amazing, experience because I really got to learn even deeper how it, how it goes and kind of the steps it takes and what's different. Uh, whereas a lot of companies, even now, especially like recruitment agencies, they're really struggling to make that leap because they don't really understand that there is a big difference. You mm. know, when it comes to interviews, when it comes to vetting, like when some, when someone says, Hey, I need a marketing manager from Chile with these requirements and skills and background, all of a sudden companies are like, how do we check for that? How do mm. we vet? Like, how is right. this going to work? You know? And so I feel really, really lucky. And, and really, uh, I feel like I got the advantage of being able to work with a lot of online businesses and see, you know, and really really be able to test drive what that looks like. What are the differences? See what works and what doesn't. And then, you know, since last year, obviously now so many people need this and we were ready to go in that sense. We're like, okay, we're yes. ready guys. We're going to give you the tools to succeed. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because, you know, I, the average person, AKA me doesn't know the difference between, <laughs> you know, doing interviews for in-person type of recruiting versus like, um, you know, recruiting for remote work. So what are sort of the, what, what's the biggest difference um, that you have come to find in, you know, recruiting for remote work. Yeah, I can definitely speak to like even the way that we approach recruiting and how mm -hmm. it's different. Most companies in the past, the way that usually is you got a resume, right? You mm -hmm. got a resume, you called somebody in for an interview, you had an interview, they might have some sort of, you know, practice test or a test run, test trial, whatever it may be, might be one or two more interviews. And that's kind mm -hmm. of the process really. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, because an interview is not really going to give you all the information. A person's not going to come into your office. You're not going to see them. You're not, you know, there's, there's just so many more factors involved that 
you know, span countries and cultures, mm-hmm. there's so much more information that you need. And so what we actually do is we have a process where they need to go through at least three steps of our process and stages before they even get on a call. And wow. candidates, sometimes candidates don't expect it. If they're new to the remote space, they're like, well, yeah, let's, I'm interested. Let's get on a call. Here's my CV. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not, that's not <laughs> how the process is. You gotta, you gotta jump through the hoops. And then if you qualify, if you meet our requirements, then we'll have a conversation because if in the past you're hiring from a city, right? You have maybe Mm. 10 applicants or 15 applicants, maybe, you know, 25, maybe 30. Here, we're interviewing people from all over the world. And if we interviewed every single person that applied, we would, that that would be all that we would be doing. That's interviews. (laughs) And so the having a process that actually vets a majority, and we do actually, so out of all the candidates that apply for almost any position, about 90% of them uh, get passed on interviews. They don't even get to the interview phase. And only the top candidates that do meet the requirements and have provided all the documents and the information that we need to know that, you know, at least. 90% that they are a good fit, only those are getting into interviews and obviously even less are getting to final interviews with uh, our clients or with the final, you know, uh, either head of operations or founders yeah. or whatever it may be. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Cause you think like, Oh, remote work, I could work anywhere, but you still have to prove, <laughs> you know, your kind of credentials or <laughs> exactly. what have you. Can you walk us through that three-step process um, that you take, you take to yeah. kind of narrow down that, you know, one in every 10 interviewee or one in one in every 10 candidates gets an interview? Like what's that process for them to be that one out of 10? Absolutely. So our entire process is actually a five-step hiring Mm -hmm. process, but there are a few steps before the interview and I'd love to walk you through it. So we actually have a questionnaire which goes through the specific requirements. So instead of looking at a CV and thinking, well, they might have these requirements, we actually ask them very directly, describe for like each point of a requirement Mm -hmm. that we have. We say, do you have this? How many years do you have this? And describe this information. So we actually go ahead and ask about salary expectations, work expectations, schedules that they can work on. So Mm. we're ticking off all the boxes, like from the very, you know, from the get-go, we're actually like ticking off all those boxes. We Mm. then have a small skill test that is looking at soft and hard skills based on the technical knowledge that they need to have, as well as the different characteristics that they need to have to be successful at a position. From there, if they meet the requirements, then they get into a short video. So they, Mm. if you're short video phase, so they need to be able to, we're looking at, again, communication skills, the language skills, yeah, they're able because obviously if you're hiring internationally people might have amazing writing abilities but not be able to communicate Mm, so we're definitely watching out for that but also we're looking at motivations and this is something that's super key here these steps are showing us that someone is really excited and eager to work for this company and so that video is just another step to help us know that they are interested then we get to the interview phase and there's one or two interviews and then towards the end we have reference checks and this is also Mm -hmm. something interesting but we conduct Uh, references, reaching out to past employers or clients they've worked with to really understand and put that picture together that, okay, what they're sharing with us matches what they have done for other people or other uh, companies. And it has been successful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow. That is very thorough, Anna. (laughs) I love it. Like it's, it's no joke. (laughs) Like you all mean business. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate appreciate that even just going from the pre in, uh, before the interview, the questionnaire of uh, kind of identifying what their skills are, their expectations, salary expectations. Um, and also that short video, just seeing like, you know, their mm-hmm. communication skills or motivations, um, and overall just seeing if the person is eager to work. Um, I'm curious to know, uh, you know, switching over to, let's say the employer side. Um, I know that, uh, talking to your employers or 
that are looking to hire, um, vision is really important. Like vision to, you know, having that, having that vision, uh, for a position for it to be long-term, uh, tell us about that and the importance of that. Yeah, absolutely. This is actually something that comes up quite a bit that I feel like is is not as obvious. Mm. A lot of people want to know, well, how do I pick the right person? And I always say that start from the beginning. If you're able to start from the beginning and understand who you need to hire, what success looks like, you ask the right questions, then it will be so much more successful to actually select that person and so much more clarity. So Mm -hmm. I'd say when it comes to that, we call it vision, vision work. Uh, I'd say it's uh, made up of of a few steps. So Mm -hmm. one, really being able to put together a clear understanding of who you need, what they will be doing and what success looks like. And that includes research, that includes Mm -hmm. talking to your team. So having the right questions questions and then answering those questions very thoroughly to understand what that looks like, what success looks like, then being able to implement that across the hiring process. So instead of trying to wait for an interview to see, okay, they take those boxes, creating a step-by-step process that takes that vision and implements it across those different steps, whether that's a personality test, a Mm. technical uh, test, maybe a test project, whatever it may be, but it will reflect the actual vision as we called it, um, being able to really understand what is important, how do I implement that in the process, Those are absolutely the keys to success because then Mm -hmm. when the time comes to say, who is the right fit? Well, you had an entire process that pretty much filtered the majority. And then you have your top, you know, three to five candidates. They've ticked off the boxes throughout the process. And you already have a list of what success looks like. It's just Mm. coming down to the decision of who really do you think will meet those expectations the best? Yeah. Uh, I just really appreciate uh, your um, your method and your process and everything that you're doing to do remote recruitment, um, Anna. And uh, I'm curious to know, uh, you know, obviously you've been in the space for some time now. Uh, what are you most proud of so far in your journey? Oh, that's such a great question. I think that's the first one. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> I don't me. think anyone's actually asked me that one before. Because well, I could just um, tell how you know, how passionate you are and all this. So I feel like absolutely. there's a pride point for you. So that's why I wanted to ask. <laughs> I think the thing I, I'm I'm very proud of is just being able to make an impact. And mm-hmm. I say this because, so I'm originally from Ukraine and mm-hmm. I personally was one of the people who really struggled to get into the online space. I had mm-hmm. a really big desire to work online and really be able to make a difference for my life, for my family's life. And I felt like I really couldn't do that because I didn't have enough understanding, knowledge, yeah. opportunities. I didn't really know the full picture of how to do it. I had all the skills and abilities and desire and personality. Like yeah. I had all the boxes to take, but I just didn't know how and what to do. And so now being able to help, you know, dozens and hundreds of people all over the world, both yeah. from, you know, a business owner side, people who are looking to create better lives for themselves and their families as a business owner, as well as those who are looking to become team members and, you know, have a full-time job and those opportunities and being able to make that kind of impact on an international level, not just in one country, not just in two, but all over the world, it, it fills me up with, you know, pride and just, I, I guess pride isn't the best word, but I'm just very, very joyful and really grateful for that opportunity. And my entire team feels the same way. We, we share that value of creating and bringing impact into the world every single day with what we do. Yeah. It's like, you've caused this uh, ripple effect all over the world. Uh, just being able to, I mean, just with remote recruiting alone, it's, it's incredible. (laughs) It's incredible. The impact you've been able to make. So kudos to (laughs) you, Anna. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So I just want to make sure I've covered all my bases before uh, we get going here, but is there anything else you want people to know about your company Remotivate? Uh, I just, I think that the one main thing I would do want to say is that 
for us, the goal is to help find like key team members. Mm. And I just want to say that a lot of businesses that are starting out, they're a little bit nervous about hiring like junior level roles, but they shouldn't be. So if you are out there, you're hiring a junior team, go ahead, try it out. Like it's, there, there's not really, uh, you know, failure is just one step towards success, I would mm. say. So mm-hmm. with junior positions, I, I know this is going to sound counterintuitive, but you can do it on your own. <laughs> you don't need an agency for that. You can just t- trial and test it out, bring on people for short term or test projects or whatever it may be. But if someone is looking for like a mid-tier to senior level or leadership positions, I think getting extra help, whether it's with our agency or a recruiter out there that you know knows how to do remote recruitment, I think getting that extra help, especially if people don't have like an understanding of how to hire for that kind of role, I yeah. think it makes a difference. Cause if if yeah. this is going to be a key position and someone doesn't have doesn't really know who to pick or how how to filter over that kind of candidate, issues might come up and then you're going to spend a lot of time and money for that. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say if this is a key team member and you're looking to hire for that person, definitely just ask for help. Whoever it may be, if you know somebody, if you know an agency recruiter, if you just have you know a recommendation, get that extra help because it's going to be worth it to invest upfront to be able to get someone that is going to be there for the long term and make an impact in your business. Wow. Well, on that note, Anna, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. I want to thank you again for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thank you so much, Jen, for having me. It was a pleasure as well chatting with you. Yeah, for sure. And uh, again, to our listeners, this is Anna Sherbina, who is the founder and CEO of Remotivate. Uh, Check out her website and all the good work she's doing at her website, letsremotivate.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.